Yo, Fred. Right. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. How you doing, Mike? <coughs> <laughs> All right. How funny is that song, man? One of uh, the greatest from that era. Uh, the president's. That, that was like the. That was like the Q101. Ten yeah. of ten, you know. Ten of ten. Yes, I remember that. And uh, the presidents, I saw them play on a street corner in downtown Chicago. This must be two thousand five, maybe four, around that time. And uh, they opened for Modest Mouse. Wow! And uh, Modest Mouse had just their big pop album had just hit and they were really big at that point and um everyone was there to see modest mouse nobody was there to see the presidents of the united states of america they <laughs> they put on one of the greatest shows i've ever seen in my entire life it was so fun they looked like they were having the greatest time of their lives <laughs> yeah and there was a point where all of them had drumsticks <laughs> and were all playing the the drumsticks on their instruments and everything. And it was just, it, it was a wacky show. It was three dudes. Um, and back in the day, man, the bands were, you had like the three dudes. Oh, that's, that's what I was going to say, dude. Cause this, this was the band of the day. You had a guitarist, a bassist and a drummer. That's it. That's all you needed. Yeah. Dude, the, vi- the music video for that song is them in like in somebody's backyard. <laughs> Just playing the song. Yeah. That's when music... Yeah, dude, that uh, was everybody. <laughs> Blink-182. Oh, man. Just three guys. That's all you need, man. It's funny. It's funnier that way. <laughs> yeah, it's way better, right? Three is the magic number. There's no doubt about it. But, uh... Mm. So, yeah, that was my experience seeing the presidents. They played all the hits, including Peaches. Every, you know, all the good stuff you could imagine. Uh, they have songs that you would recognize you didn't wouldn't even realize was them, but they did the song Lump, which um, Weird Great Al song. Weird Al Yankovic did uh, Gump, which I was almost yeah. a bigger fan of his version with Gump. <laughs> Gump said a lump. Yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like trying to think of Lump, and all I could think of is Gump. All I ever think of is Gump. So that's Weird Al's a genius, man. Have you seen the new film? With, uh, no, I'm dying to watch it. Harry Potter playing Weird Al. Oh, is he? No. Yeah, I man. It. Yeah, it's the Daniel Radcliffe. He's he's the Weird Al in the in the biopic. It's apparently a really know, wacky weir- film. Weird Al's been on like every podcast in the world talking about it. Yeah, they've been doing the rounds. So I, you know, we'll have to check it out. We'll do an uh a watchable, unwatchable, Mike. Yeah, I like it. We'll t- we'll check it out. Check it out. I loved Weird Al, man. He was good. Yes, I yeah. owned I owned his albums for sure. The the food album? <laughs> yeah, <Come on>. man. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, genius, man. My baloney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it only takes a genius, Mike, and it also only takes a genius. To uh, launch a rocket, and guess what's happening tonight, baby? No, they're launching it. Time is the charm for its return to the moon. The uncrewed Artemis One rocket is set for an early morning liftoff tomorrow after being delayed three times. 
Transportation correspondent Gio Benitez is live at the Kennedy Space Center near that rocket with more. Good morning, Gio. Hey, Robin, good morning to you. Yeah, the most powerful rocket in the world right there on the launch pad behind me. You see that countdown clock rolling. NASA believes that this launch will happen tonight, overnight tonight. tonight. But I want to show you this video from last week. <laughs> you guys keep week calling it the most during powerful Hurricane rocket Nicole, in the world. That rocket actually rode out the storm it. out there on the launch yeah. pad. NASA chose to leave it out there. It turns out the storm did cause some damage to the spaceship. NASA calls it minor damage that won't affect the launch. It was to a piece under the Orion capsule. Now, they've been trying to launch this since August, but had a series of issues. First, with engine sensors, then a hydrogen leak. But NASA reminds us this is a test launch with no humans on board to see if they can safely get it to orbit the moon and then return to Earth. Now, the goal is to eventually establish a base on the moon and around it to use it as a sort of pit stop to other parts of the universe like Mars. Now, it is a... Did he say universe? Yeah, what is going on here, man? This guy's an idiot. A huge deal, and right now, again, NASA believes they will launch this at 1 a.m. Eastern tonight. And selfishly, guys, I really hope this happens because it's going to feel more uh -oh. powerful than the Saturn V used during pants. the Apollo day. If there's a liftoff, you will be there. <laughs> yeah, that so is a trend. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> With a big smile. All right, they got a good laugh out of that. He was really excited. Michael Strahan was a little too excited. <laughs> That's right. Well, he was about Do to go. Do you think it's going to launch, man? What are the odds here? Are we talking? We're, Mike, are we looking up it's going to launch. In my prediction, it's going to explode. Oh no, it's not launching. It's not launching. Yeah, we're Truman Show for sure. Oh, uh, this thing can't take off. I think it's damaged. I think it's going to go up and it's going to come right back down. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's supposed to Some go. Hook. It's supposed to go to the moon. And orbit it and come back. Like, yeah, we already did that. I we know. already did it. <laughs> yeah, we did it, man. Shouldn't you guys be doing that for Mars? No, like, I don't know. It's a little weird, but I found his word usage of universe to be super bizarre, man. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we... We really haven't even left our planet yet. Oh, well. <laughs> We've been sabotaged by two hurricanes, but we're going to travel the universe! <laughs> Nothing will stop us now! Except for some hurricanes. <laughs> and whatever, <laughs> whatever that engine failure was. Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. No, no you know, we'll Dude. travel the universe, man. First stop, nah. Mars! Oh, wait, what? There's another hurricane? Next week, people. Next week. Pack it up. A hurricane on Mars? Oh, no, on Earth? We, we still can't plan for that? Yeah. Okay. yeah, don't they have cyclones that, like, engulf half of Mars and destroy everything in its path? Uh, yeah, that one, that, the red dot on uh, Jupiter, or was that Saturn? Or whatever. <laughs> it's Jupiter, yeah. Jupiter, Jupiter, yeah, it's like the size of Earth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mars supposedly allegedly has crazy storms and what have you i mean it's you know possible it's bullshit did you see, the, yeah. did you see that uh was it like the volcano erupted or whatever it was a volcano or something happened and then it exposed the ice on mars really recently yes yeah, so, yeah so there's actually like uh the rover found ice wow so it's possible man
I think they've known there's water on Mars for a long time. They probably know of life on Mars. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Buzz Aldrin. He famously always says, get your ass to Mars. Yeah. Yeah, he's all about it. I think he has a, like a he trademarked it or he's a shirt about it. I'm of the belief, and I'm sure the Chris Wilsons of the world out there would agree that we uh, like have bases on Mars probably already. No, there's no way. No, come on. No way? Nah, no. Partial way? way? Maybe no way? way? Come on. No way. No way. I'm going. I'm going. No way. Really? I'm going ne- a negative way. How about base on the moon at least? That's what I was saying. No, I'm going I was about to say I'm going negative way. Not only no bases on Mars, no bases on moon. On the moon? See, I think this Artemis is part of the Apollo mumbo jumbo, you know, it was all a it was a you know, a show. It was an act. I don't I think it was to keep people, you know, engaged in the fact that yeah, we're still you know, reaching for the stars when, in fact, we really can't show you what we're doing out there. There's no base. No base? Come on. Maybe one? No. What a, how about Nazi no. base? Nazi base. No. no Nazi base? Come on. Not even a maybe? Oh, there's a Nazi base, but it's in Ukraine. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, yeah. Oh. Maybe That's one right. in Argentina. I haven't decided. Yet. Probably. Hey, I'm a Definitely huge, not. huge fan of the theory that Hitler escaped to Argentina. I, like, I would say I'm sixty forty on the belief factor there. Nah, no hmm? way. Yeah, no way. Come, man, I'm getting nowhere, people. It's a rough, rough night. I don't believe Hitler made it out. A lot of people did, not Hitler. Oh man, I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of theories out there that Hitler made it out alive to Argentina. I think that it's would possible. be a hard one to hide, you know. I uh, so a lot of the you know what I've heard is he just uh, you know shaved the mustache, man. That little bit of hair is not going to. Come on, I th- I again, I think it's like the Harry Styles. You know how Harry Styles uh, he, the th- just, he, put, he combed the hair the other way. I don't even think Hitler really had the mustache. I think it was one that he like put on. You know, like a fake mustache. That was his disguise. It was his disguise, man. Yeah, that is worse than the Superman disguise. No, it's so simple and easy, right? That's easy. Uh, and then cr- without the mustache, you're not gonna notice it's Hitler. <laughs> you just take the mustache off and you go out and get some dude, coffee. He like walked like the weirdest <laughs> dude ever. He talked like the you know. He's just okay, gonna walk into your house like all like. be like, imagine Adolf Hitler. I think that's Hitler, but he doesn't have the mustache. Okay, but know. just picture in your mind Hitler. Um, you know, gym shorts, Fetterman, Carhartt. Uh, you know, baseball. Hitler never wore gym shorts. And, and I'm just saying hypothetically, right though. You know, he goes out. He's got the shorts on. The sweatshirt, the hoodie, you know, and he's got the little baseball cap on, you know, the Cubbies hat, <laughs> takes the mustache off, puts on some sunglasses. You'd have no idea, dude. You he's Harry. He could it. be Harry Styles. You wouldn't even know. Wouldn't know could be you Harry Styles. Hitler, dude. <laughs> dude, somebody's going to spot Hitler, dude. I guarantee you. Dude. No, dude, these famous people, they know how to hide themselves that's in a, crowds. That's a, <laughs> that's a famous face. 
It's a pretty famous face. Not if you take off the mustache. I'm telling you, if you got the fake mustache. It's a, it's a, it's a, changes it's the a game, pretty dude. famous face, but that's that's let history be a lesson, right? History's the greatest teacher. <laughs> if you ever become dictator, don't put your fucking face all over everything. No, man. If you become you know? dictator, have a very iconic, stylized sort of facial hair design. But one that's fake, and you can just peel it off, and then you can go out in the public. <laughs> he was he was too all over the place. Man. You can't put your face out there like that, you know. <laughs> that mustache is not hiding nothing, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Imagine imagine you go rob a bank with just a Hitler mustache as your disguise. <laughs> I like the idea of him going to buy some coffee, right, in his disguise, and the person is, like, trembling behind the counter, and, he, you know, he's trying to tell him, like, no, 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 I'm just an average guy, come on, you know, and they're like, all right. <laughs> I get confused for that guy all the time, but look, no mustache. <laughs> I get it all the time. Call me Al. I'm a mechanic down the street. <laughs> I'm just your average Joe. Come on. <laughs> uh, just the mustache, right? Yeah, yeah you just peel that mustache off, would, man. They would have definitely... Somebody would have recognized him. You can't hide Hitler anywhere, man. I'm telling you. That guy, he died. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he did. But... I don't think Russia really has the bones. I don't know who's got the bones, but... Well, I mean, nobody has them. Supposedly. Yeah, Russia. Well, Russia says they have them, but supposedly those bones are a, a female. Interesting. Well, hey, yeah. and maybe this is the secret no one wants to come out, which is Adolf Hitler, world's most famous transgender uh, war, <laughs> war criminal. <laughs> they just wanted, uh, you know, that'll really tarnish. That'll be a big stain on the LGBTQ community, Mike. Look at keep that one under wraps. Right? You know, you know, we'll, we'll take Bruce. You can keep Hitler. Uh. <laughs> right? Maybe this is a big secret Putin's hiding, you know? Well. <clears throat> Wait till you transgendered folk find out. Bad, <laughs> <Man>, crazy. <laughs> he was like a weird like. It, he was wasn't he dating like his niece? All these famous dudes end up <laughs> banging cousins and. <laughs> Dude, Einstein dated his like young cousin. Yeah, they all are. You know, or mar- he married her, right? Weird stuff goes on with the rich and famous, man. I, I don't get it. They don't live like us uh, normal creatures. It's weird. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, well, transgendered Hitler. We just uh, uncovered some huge, huge stuff here <laughs> on the show, people. <laughs> Hitler is not transgender and would definitely be recognized without the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Establish that. 
Oh man, I'm a huge. So we don't get labeled. <laughs> I don't want to be labeled misinformation. You know. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. Good stuff. To be fair, Frank is not a mustache denier. He's just simply a questioner. That's right. Questioning whether Hitler's mustache was real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was. I really think it's an easy thing to peel off, you know? You just kind of uh, slide it on and off, and then, you know, you become, uh, like I said, Harry was... Styles, the Harry Styles method. I don't believe you that Harry Styles is bald, dude. It, There's no way. This isn't even my theory. This is something that's huge on like TikTok with the kids, and Emma told me about it. <laughs> and I kind of, <laughs> I right when my ears just perked up, I'm like, whoa, that's I like that. I because here's my thing. I love the idea of the fake hairdo disguise. Like people only see you with the fake hairdo or fake facial hair, and then you take it off, and nobody recognizes you with <laughs> normal features. I I love that idea. <laughs> It's a phenomenal idea. Yeah. To be famous for like for your hair, but then to be bald, that's fantastic. I'm all on board that train. All right. Yeah. So my theory, it's called the Harry Styles theory. I don't think it's too far <laughs> off base to apply it to Hitler. And maybe Hitler from time to time would peel off the mustache, put on some shades and a baseball cap, and go hit the streets. Get some coffee. Maybe one no, of those dude, bratwursts. He could have. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the Germans eat, I don't know. <laughs> Sauerkraut, I assume. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, anyways, uh, let's see. Here. Actually, I gotta give it to the Germans, dude. That was probably the best airport food I ever had in my life. Really, German airport like, food. All right, dude. Because it was like this tiny airport in the middle of nowhere, Germany. And they literally had, it was like homemade sausages, dude. It was just, it was like you got this like weird looking loaf of bread. <laughs> you know, that was about the size of like a nine inch sub, you know? Oh, excellent. A Pete Davidson, if you will. <laughs> and they just like sliced it like a little bit down the middle. So it like made like a, like a, looked like an envelope of bread, you know? Oh, yeah. And they threw in this like giant sausage. Oh, that's the man. The passage to your heart, Mike. Uh, and then they just fucking scooped on the the sauerkraut. <laughs> yeah. Squirted it with mustard. Yeah. And they had to pry me off of that soil. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> it was fucking good though. All right, man. Sounds delicious. I've have to check out Germany small, one of these days. Small beer, 16 ounces. Excellent. Oh, man. Well, uh, I guess uh, we're running down. I got to hit up on this. Uh, what is it here, Mike? Yes. Sorry. We got the uh, we had the technical difficulties here today. We're working. We're doing so what we can. We're working through the clip scenario here, but I wanted to get 
There it is. The January 6th hearing. Are you familiar with this, Mike? No. Are they still doing it? It's not what you think, man. Oh. They're questioning uh, FBI Director Stephen Ray, I believe is his name. Is that right? Ray? Christopher. Christopher Ray. There it is. Uh, this was today, man. I, I thought you would enjoy this. They're asking him about FBI informants involved with the Proud Boys and at Jan 6th. And, Ooh, and this, I haven't seen this. This will lead nicely into my little Liz Cheney clip I got for later, which I'm excited for. Thank you. Director Ray, does, it, does the FBI have confidential human sources? Uh, did the FBI have confidential human sources embedded within the January 6th protesters on January 6th of 2021? Well, Congressman, as I'm sure you can appreciate, I have to be very careful about what I can say about when. Even are, now, because that's what you not, told us two years ago. May I finish? Uh, about when we do and do not, and where we have and have not used confidential human sources. Uh, but to the extent that there's a suggestion, for example, that the FBI's confidential human sources or FBI employees in some way instigated or orchestrated January 6th, that's categorically false. Did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol on January the 6th prior to the doors being opened? Again, I had to be very careful. It should be a no. Can you not tell the American people? No, we did not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol. Gentlemen's time has expired. You should not read anything into my... Oh, oh my God. Dude! Yeah, anything besides a no is yes, you fucking idiot. They literally oh, can't... Great. They can't answer it, man. Yeah, they can't. You know why they can't? Because they don't want a fucking something to come out, and then now they gotta go to jail for lying. Or you have to release the supposed thousands of people you've arrested for January 6th, right? Like, uh... Yeah, how many of them are in jail for these crazy sentences, man? I've heard a lot. I think it's over a thousand, man. No, they're at like 800, I think. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> not a thousand i didn't mean to <laughs> exaggerate no I, I think it's like seven something uh they brag about it all the time yeah i know it's a huge talking point on the left they're huge fans the, of it the right the right acts like it's nothing then why were 770 southern people arrested well yeah because you guys are fucking it's your police yeah you know <laughs> Dude, Jan 6th is all they've talked about for, what, two years? When did this happen? Two years ago, right? Yeah, we're coming up on the two-year anniversary. So it's all they talk about. They're, uh, what is it? They subpoenaed Trump, which he's now not showing up for. And no. they, uh, they, what, have Bannon going to jail? Is Bannon in jail? No, he got uh or no, he's go dude, nobody cares. See what I'm saying? All this weird yeah, I... <clears throat> it's this weird circus. It hasn't stopped. And ultimately I totally forgot about Steve Bannon. Yeah. They, they they acted like he was going to jail. That's he's right. Not going to jail. Probably not. 
No, dude, come on. No, it's it's absolute madness, but <clears throat> here we are, and the basic question is, <clears throat> was the FBI involved in instigating this January 6th insurrection? And if not, can you at least answer that they were there and present in Trump regalia? And they literally have to dodge the question. Well, yeah, because they can't admit it. Hey, he well, started- they can't. De- they can't. They can't deny it because then you get caught. <clears throat> you're gonna get caught lying later on. You don't know. You know. That's exactly. Well, yeah, they're doing the Tony Fauci, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> which he, I think he got interviewed this past weekend. Some champ. No, for yeah, what? I can't remember. Well, yeah, they got to celebrate COVID's uh, anniversaries, but um, yeah, dude. So I. I love that they can answer, like, well, you know, sensitive subject matter, right? It's sensitive to, uh, what is it, um, classified operations that they have going on. And uh, ultimately, this leads to who? Ray Epps. Ray Epps, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> He's the one that started it, dude. This is all about fucking Ray Apps, man. And I yeah. love the Ray Apps story. I've loved it from day one. How many times have I brought it up on this show? It's one of my absolute favorite parts of Jan 6th, man. It, maybe just under that is Pipe Bomb Guy, which everybody forgets existed. Oh, yeah, what happened to the Pipe Bombs, pipe, dude? Pipe Fuck. Bomb Guy, he's gone. He's gone. They never found him. Uh, he, he's gone. And but Ray Epps, dude, Ray Epps Man. is beautiful because they have to admit that he at least exists and that he was there. And they did that New York Times op-ed. Remember how people need to leave Ray Epps alone? He's just an old guy living in the woods. Oh, yeah. He's retired. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Ray, leave, leave Ray Epps alone. <laughs> just a retired old man. And for anyone who hasn't seen the video of this guy, he's the craziest maniac of them all in the crowd. Yelling, we gotta take it to the Capitol! You know, <laughs> like... Yeah, he was one of the biggest instigators. Yes! I mean, come on. And yeah. I, is he wearing a Trump hat? I can't say for sure. I think maybe he's wearing, like, a USA hat. But he's he's definitely mixed in the crowd. He's pushing everybody to... To storm the Capitol, it's it's hilarious stuff when you look at it, I feel like, in hindsight, uh, simply because they tried to pretend he wasn't real, then they went to, yeah, well, there is a Ray Epps, you guys need to leave him alone, he's a victim here, and then now the, you're able to say to people like Liz Cheney, hey, uh, did you guys ever investigate Ray Epps? Yeah, the whole committee. You know, because you guys not one question. You guys did like six question. months and nine hearings on this whole fucking thing, but you never talked about Ray Epps or any FBI involvement. And they- everybody knows he's FBI. <laughs> everybody knows he was there, and you had no questions. Yes, that's the it's best. all about what Trump. You guys have you guys spent a whole day about Trump not doing anything. That was literally what you proved that he did nothing. And apparently most of the Proud Boys 
were in fact FBI informants. I believe that's what it's coming out to. Or half. Something, really? Yes, yeah, something about half of them that were there or whatever is eight of them of the group. It's getting really, really crazy with the, you know, it's turning into the U-Haul boys. Yeah, the Gretchen Whitmer thing. It's And, you know, the, uh, the khaki pants dudes with the white yeah. masks and those guys at the, uh, I think it was the Jan 6, remember that photo that went around on the internet? With the like six dudes in the khaki <laughs> that shorts. Was the six month anniversary. Yes, and they had the same glasses yeah. and watches on, and it just it looked like they're all standing there. Like, why are you taking a picture of us? <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it looks like six feds just hanging out. <laughs> so weird. But Great. You, the the longer this goes on. And the more that comes out, it's starting to seem like January 6th itself was more like that Fed photograph that everyone made fun of. And a lot less than, you know, the insurrection we saw, let's say, in like, I don't know, Afghanistan once we withdrew. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a huge difference here. And especially when when you're being questioned, you can't say whether or not there was FBI there, but, you know... They definitely were there, and Ray Epps is definitely FBI, but leave him alone, he's a victim. You know, a lot of this stuff isn't adding up for the average American, man. Yeah, they're just going to start forgetting about it. Oh, people or everybody? Just across the board. They're gonna, they're gonna, the media is going to stop talking about it, I think, and I think they're going to let it kind of disappear. This is very possible. Uh, I don't think you're. I don't think you're gonna see a second year anniversary. Oh, of Jan six, I was literally stole that out of my head. I was gonna ask you, no Jan sixth anniversary, man. I, I'm not even sure they'll mention it. To be honest with you, they'd be better off. Yeah, you really would. <laughs> Although you know what the Democrats are running into, man, is you're the dog that you know. You know what happens to every dog that catches the tire. It gets run over by the car, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you're about to catch the tire. You know what I mean? They're go- if if tr- if the Republicans can really kick Trump out, you're fucked. You have nothing to run on because then democracy works. Yeah, that's a great call. So. Yeah, this evil guy that was threatening democracy, he was voted out. Got kicked out. Lost. Party kicked him out. You know? Interesting if he does run, and I'm assuming at this point he has, what, announced? (laughs) Uh, He's about to do it any minute now. Still. He's freaking freaking out. He filed his uh, paperwork with the FEC. Wow. He did it today? Yeah. Oh, man. Crazy. So he's definitely he's definitely announcing he's dude. Just the fact that he's doing it right now, it shows you how it, he's not gonna win. He's desperate. Yeah, really. You think this reeks of desperation? Yeah, it's why you were why are you, why are you announcing so early? Oh yeah, I guess I didn't uh, kind you know? of uh, pick up on that. I feel like a Ron, lot- DeSantis, Ron DeSantis is still insisting he's not even thinking about that. He's worried about Flo- <laughs> he's worried about Florida. Good man. Right? Yeah, it's smart. Smart. 
he's gonna play that shit close to the chest. You know what I mean? Because he's confident. Oh yeah. When you're not confident, that's when you fucking you know do a move like Trump, where you announce that you're gonna announce a week before. Like it's so stupid. It's pretty dumb. I agree, actually. I think there is a little desperation there. Also, uh, I feel like he tried to time it believing Carrie Lake was going to win. Yeah, right now it looks terrible because all your candidates, you did it. America pretty much voted against you. Again. And you weren't even on the ballot. (laughs) You know? It you know it shakes out that way. It kind of looks that way. Again, I believe maybe a little cheating going on, so I can't really, you know, side either way. Uh, I don't know who said it. I think it, I don't know if it was Jordan. It was one of those guys where they said, you know, was that ref favoring them? Fine, you know, I don't care or whatever. And he's like, you know, was that ball really in or out? Doesn't matter. You need to be undeniable. You know, that ref can only shave so many points. You need to be better. You need to be so good that, you know, undeniably better. Ron DeSantis, you couldn't steal that election. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's a great call. Also, you couldn't steal it because he pretty much eliminated excessive mail-in voting. (laughs) But my point is, is even with the mail-in voting, you should be... You know, Carrie Lake, I think she won, but if she really did win, it was by such a small margin that they were able to cheat and win. My point is, you're right. You got to knock the, you should be the kind of person that could win Arizona by 15 points and nobody could deny it, you know? Yeah, you know, you're right on the money. I was just looking at the numbers right before we went live, and I believe she was something like 20,000 short. Oh, and here, I mean, and my point is, Carrie Lake, Carrie, Katie Hobbs, you both suck. They literally <laughs> yeah. just couldn't just, Arizona literally just could not decide who they don't like more, you know? Hey, lesser of two evils, man. Wasn't that the last election or at least the one with, um, what was it, Hillary and Trump? That's how everyone painted it, at least. Yeah. You know who won big is the ones that, like, they, you know, love him or hate I hate him, but Pritzker won big because he he's doing what the people in Illinois want him to do, you know? He's doing what they're voting for. So, undeniably won. Good call. You do love the Pritzker. Uh, I hate Pritzker. Oh, you, yeah. I fucking hate him, though. And it's not Illinois. He does what Chicago wants, and they keep voting him in. So. <laughs> this is the truth. Uh, the rest of Illinois hates him. That's the problem with the Democrats. The people in the cities love them, so they think they're great and that everybody loves them. But no. Everybody outside the city can't stand him. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't know if you've seen this, but apparently the new darling of the Democratic Party is Jared Polis, dude. He's been doing his rounds on a lot of the news channels. Yeah, I can't believe they're trying that. You're not going to get a gay guy in. I'll tell you that right now. Really? I think you'll get a woman before you get a gay guy. Yeah? Come on. Come on. No, I I agree with you only, only because... The um, the homosexual thing crosses national lines, like um, like ethnic, 
and uh, religious. We're gonna send you to. We're gonna send you to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no, that's what I'm. I yeah, I I agree with you in the sense that I believe internationally, when it comes to just a lot of relations, it's not a huge thing. And even here in America, we are the, you know, a melting pot, man. We have a lot of immigrants here that I I don't think it would be. You know what I mean? I feel like it would be a huge turnoff for a lot of um new voters. Yeah, you're not gonna go for it. I mean, you got to realize we never even had a Jewish president. You know what I mean? Really? So, not even close? Not even close. Not even no half? Jews. No halfers? No Jews. Not they even can't ha- get in. <laughs> Couldn't even get a halfies in there? Can't even get a halfie. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Man. So, and they've been eligible since the since the since the start. That's, uh, yeah, this is true. It's not like they were black or they only had 90 years, you know, like that. Or not even 90, I don't even know how long it's been, but, you know. Yeah, and I believe it was a Protestant, too, for a long time, wasn't it? Or something along those lines. Up until, like, Kennedy, wasn't he, like, the first Roman Catholic president or something like that? Yeah, I think he was, yeah. So there's been, there was a wild first Christian. You gotta think, then, there's some... Sort of bloodline element going on here. Well, no, it has to do with like the the problem with the Jewish community is numbers. There's not enough of them. All right, go with that. Like, the evangelicals <laughs> that are a huge voting base, you know, do a lot like of Mike, <laughs> Mike Mike Pence. Look, dude, Mike Pence is making the rounds, right? Everybody thinks he's got momentum. That guy will hit seven percent on every fucking poll you do because that's that's how large the evangelical group is. They're seven percent. Interesting. All right, and I actually don't even know that for a fact. I'm just assuming because Mike Pence always gets seven percent. I was thinking <laughs> that was, <laughs> I thought it was the closeted gays, but we can we can go with the evangelicals. There's not know, that many gays. <laughs> <laughs> I said closeted. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, but Lindsay's only one vote. <laughs> Lady G. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. And actually, that's like the, it's really funny to think about. Like, I, I actually think for sure you'd have a woman before you'd have a, 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 a gay or a Jew. That's so crazy, and I was just yeah. kind of in my head rolling through, like, is Chuck Schumer the top of the ladder? Is that as, ba- <laughs> as far as you go? That's as far as you go, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh... Four people gotta die for you to make it. <laughs> All right, that's not too bad. Could be God, an accident. God's gotta call in four of his children before you can take that seat. <laughs> well, you never know, you know, once in a while you could be just hanging out in the corner of Poland. At a farm, and uh, yeah. just a bomb shows up uh, out of nowhere. Yeah. Most deadly place on earth. I don't know, <laughs> man. Who do you? Yeah, I think you'll see a Jew before you see a gay. Um, you know, i i have uh, i I have a belief that we've already had a homosexual president. I know, Obama. <laughs> Big Mike. Uh, but I I think uh. that. That's a tough one. I don't know. I, I we're gonna have a woman president, I think, first, and it'll be Kamala That's Harris, it. folks. No, it'll be Gavin Newsom. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> that sly dog. Uh, 
I, I'm telling you, Camel's gonna be it. But um, no, woman president, dude, is it's not hard for it to happen. We have other women in like what was it? Merkel was chancellor of Germany and all that. And uh, there's been women prime ministers in the UK. The problem with uh, here is there hasn't been a, I would say, just a strong enough candidate, man. What, yeah. Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, uh, Hillary, like, uh, you know, Tulsi would be a strong candidate, maybe after she has a few extra years of governing under her belt. That's true. Like, Angela Merkel, Merkel she was like, she was like that aunt that understood, you know what I mean? Like yeah. The aunt that would talk to your mom. Yeah, right. it, it it worked. Maybe there were some strings being pulled by the world. I'm just, I'm, I'm just give, hear, <laughs> hear me out, right? Everybody wants the you know the aunt that can think logically and explain things. You sure, know what I mean, yeah, not your mom who's just yelling at you. You know what I mean? I think I can see the fine like, line there, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like Hillary, I think just really rubbed people the wrong way. Is like this screechy, like. Always disappointed. <laughs> and old. And, you know, Elizabeth old, Warren, 80. Old. Uh, you know. Dude, Elizabeth Warren's young for these people. She's like. I think oh, she's, no, she is 80. Huh? She's in her 80s, man. <laughs> I just. Look, you want to run a. Dude, I listened to this thing she wrote in the fucking 90s that blew my fucking mind. Oh, Elizabeth Warren, the conservative from 20 years ago? Yeah. Dude. I bet. What she said about how the two-income family was the trap. Really? That's Dude, she called this inflation 30 years ago. And it, it's because we had two two-income households. That's what caused all of this. The, un, the unaffordable housing, the all of that, everything you're seeing, it's because of the two-income households. And why is that? Just because once, you, so when you encouraged women to go to work, right, and have their own careers, what happened was, I guess, a lot of the way she put it was a lot of women did go to work, they had careers, but then they also had families. And then what happened is you created this family with two incomes, right? Yeah. For the first time, women and men were both working full time jobs. And what that did was now you had more money to buy a house so you could bid more and it raised the prices of housing and that's why like if you're a single person you're priced out you can't afford shit right now right yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah and and that's and it just it also just created a more need to consume more so now both in so now you have two income household right both people are working what does that mean you got to hire a nanny what does that mean? You both need a car. So now you got two cars instead of one. Right? It used to be dad took the train, mom had the car. Yeah. Right? Now it's no, we need two cars. You know, now we need the garage. Now we need a bigger house. And it's just an escalating thing where, you know what I mean? Yeah, now and I'm not uh, as smart as Elizabeth Warren, so I can't do it justice. I really want to read the book she wrote. They said, because it was like a based off of, it was, it was like this old interview she did based off of a book she wrote in the 90s about the two. It's, it's, it's all about how the two income family is the trick Erica fell into. She predicted all of this. 
and it's ultimately the destruction of the nuclear family, right? Without both parents there and a, you know a stable Absolutely. force in the home, the kids run rampant. They dye their hair blue and they cut off their genitals. Because <laughs> think about what does everybody always <laughs> talk about? Like it used to be, it used to be the dad would work and the mom could stay home. You know, that's yeah, exactly. But it also used to be the house was forty thousand dollars. Now the house is five hundred thousand dollars. A car is ninety thousand. <laughs> you know, yeah. not only that, but even just the structure of the home, right? Like uh, with the family, you know, think back to the friends you had who both parents were working and out of town all the time, and they vacationed a bunch because they were so wealthy, right? That big ass yeah. house was open all the time, and they had big ass parties in those big ass houses. Yep. It's probably not yeah, healthy and good the for the kids. <laughs> no, those were the kids that always did the most drugs. But then they turned out to be successful and have you know the same thing. Yeah, they do great drugs and go on fantastic vacations. Where did we go wrong? Is what I, I like know. to ask. <laughs> Born yeah. into, man. I like to say when you uh, live with your grandma, every day is a vacation. I yeah. agree, actually, man. You live in a hotel, <laughs> essentially. It's pretty nice. <laughs> but that is a really fantastic <clears throat> and interesting take, especially from coming from Elizabeth Warren. But I do recall Elizabeth. her being a very fiscal and social conservative. Y- you can see ago. the change, dude. She was she's like this she's like this fucking economist like uh genius, right? Yeah. And then she decides she wants to be president and sh- switches. She uh, I think she realized she'll never be a Republican president. Maybe or maybe that was such a bad call. Maybe now she could have had a chance to at the very least be a vice president. If she would have held the course, maybe. You know, again, this is an old trope at this point, but dude, you go woke, you go broke, and she totally went down the woke aisle, and what happened? It was a bust. She's a nobody now. Yeah. In terms of the Democratic Party, Elizabeth Warren is just the old lady that gets dragged out onto MSNBC to defend the policies of the Biden administration. Just to yell about abortion once in a while. And then if you dig 10 years into her catalog, you'll realize she doesn't even believe what the fuck she's saying at this point. The crap that she's spewing, you know, is... Dude, because if you didn't believe that when you were 50, I know you don't believe that now. That's what I'm saying. I know you don't believe that now. You're, You're going on these news channels, and you are saying stuff you don't believe. So what happened, man? I don't think it's as simple as, oh, I want to win president. That's one of those, um, you know, behind the scenes, the puppeteer, what do they have on you that they've now made you do this dance? Yeah. I must know. Why did this happen? Who decided this? How, you know, like, Elizabeth Warren, all of a sudden, you're you're Wocahontas, you know? (laughs) 
How, where did this come from? This is crazy. It is weird that she did the shift in the, you know. You know, it's, know. Well, you, oh man, what's even funnier is if you really think about it with her whole deal with the claiming Native American ancestry, if she had ran as a Republican and stayed conservative, that would have either A, never come up, or if it did, B, she could have used it as a play against the Democrats and their woke policies and been like, see, I took advantage, you know? Oh, good call. Of the Dude, system, that- just like a lot good of people call. do. You know? Just like Trump did with the tax. Exactly. See, I'm smart. Like, no, I don't pay. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smart. And so, I don't know. She could have gone down that route. It's too bad she didn't, but. Oh, that's it, dude. So they're playing Trump on CNN, which means he's definitely running because now they have to play him. Oh, really? I think it's like once the announce. That's the thing is once you announce, now you like certain rules kick in, you know. So uh, like they can't they can't censor him anymore because now you're a presidential candidate. No way, really. I mean, they yeah. kicked him off of freaking Twitter when he was president. Right? Or did they wait till after he was president? That, that was way after the election. Oh, I guess you're right. Was it after? It was after Jan 6th, right? Yeah. There's like, because there's like just election laws that take place where like, I forgot, I, I don't, I'm too stupid, but. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Uh, but I, if I recall, I'm, I'm kind of thinking back now. I, I feel like he was kicked off after Jan 6th. Probably after the inauguration, I could imagine. Maybe before, but probably at, right after Jan. 6th. No, I think I think Jan sixth was the was it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Jan sixth was really the moment for everyone, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the day that defined a nation. I <laughs> <guess>. <laughs> well, this is a uh, you know. I'm not a huge fan of this. I've kind of refrained from uh, putting out my theory on the Trump stuff, but I was really on the bandwagon of he's all for show. He's boosting his truth social. Um, You know, Trump likes to put his name out there, but the fact that maybe he's legitimately running, you know, this just means it's going to put everyone on on edge. For two years. It just sucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And Dude, we needed like you needed it to calm down. <laughs> yeah, that's what... right. Give it time to mellow. That's what gets me about this is I, f- you know, America could use a break. Yeah, you know, I want to I want to make fun of LeBron. He's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you guys remember when Joe Rogan said the N-word? Come on, let's get another story in here. Did you catch Joe Rogan, by the way, this week? He had um, Graham Hancock on his show. So good. Did you watch the show? I only caught on the Netflix? first. No, I have not caught the ancient um, Earth. No, what is it? I forgot what it's called. So fucking good, though, dude. I watched the first two episodes. Really? Blew my fucking mind. We'll have to, Joe, uh, we'll have to do a little dive on it on Thursday. Uh, um, not, not, not watchable. Must watch. Must watchable. All must right. watch. Uh, 
big uh, fan. So it was Graham Hancock on, um, he was on Joe Rogan. It was like a classic monster three-hour, I believe, uh, Joe Rogan. And uh, who's yeah, the guy? I wasn't familiar with the dude he had on there. Uh, he's another guy. They 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 kind of go back and forth. He's on the show too sometimes. Uh, they're just historians that kind of agree. They were like the earliest people that talked about how like everything we know about the human race is a lie, pretty much. Not a lie, but like not true. Not fully true. Uh, it was yeah. um the shows a- that there's there's ancient civilizations going back. Uh, like a hundred thousand years, they believe. Oh, really? I thought it was like twelve thousand years. So they can prove twelve thousand, without Wh- a doubt. Wow. And what's crazy is if you have a, a, if you could have like like if you have a temple that's like from twelve thousand years ago, like think about how long that civilization lasted, dude. They're also starting to prove that, um, like people in uh, South America, yeah were not really related to some of the people in north like the northern parts of north america meaning like there were two totally separate migrations to the america one over the ocean and one through that landmass during the the the, uh ice age wow there was also the third it was the submarines from world war ii germany that hitler was on you know (laughs) took to argentina did they include that i'm sure they talk about it briefly it was the third Reich. Yeah. <laughs> it was the third ride, actually. That's what they call it. it the third ride of civilization. The third ride? <laughs> and the show you're talking about is Ancient Apocalypse on Netflix. Yeah. Grand. And what Hancock. they talk about is pretty much how, like, we lost. So after the. What really happened is the Ice Age ended and the seas rose. During the Ice Age, there were tropic areas and everything that we were thriving, but then when it ended, the sea levels rose and flooded everything, and we just were wiped out, and we forgot about all the technology, and we pretty much started over. And then that's when you got the Egyptians and everything. Man. I gotta watch this show. It sounds awesome. I can't wait to dissect it on (laughs) Yeah, must watch. Must watch. And, uh... I would recommend checking out that Joe Rogan interview too because they're they're interesting dudes. If you got three hours to kill, jump on in. And they got a COVID warning. I don't remember anything. I do not remember them even talking about COVID. Are you I don't remember them talking. I don't remember them talking about anything like less than a hundred thousand years old. <laughs> and they got a COVID warning. You wow. Know? Maybe it was a warning, like. Uh, you know, warning, they never talk about COVID, so go yeah. watch something else that talks about COVID. <laughs> right? You need to keep reminding yourself about COVID. Well, don't spend three hours listening to not COVID. Come <laughs> yeah. on! What are you t- <laughs> this is pseudoscience and crazy person history. Go listen to something about COVID. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. You're right. Wow, man. You think they'll be talking about COVID 100,000 years from now? I doubt it. (laughs) No, they're going to be talking about plastic and Teflon. Teflon, really? Yeah. Like, is that all that will be left of us? The Teflon? There's like these little fish that live like under the Arctic shelf, nowhere else, and... uh. They found Teflon inside their bodies. 
Wow. Which means it's in every living thing on Earth. Really? Yeah. So we all have Teflon in us. Yeah. That's why I'm so slick, baby. That's right. That's why they call him Teflon Don, man. And uh, <laughs> he's back. He's running. He's a, It's official. He's out there, baby. Teflon Don. Teflon Don. Not just well, more a orange than ever. Dude, he's got like a... He's got like a real tan now, not so orange. Just oh, very really? Dark. Maybe uh, he needs to consult with Seth Meyers' uh, makeup folk. You know, get that orange yeah, get- tint back. <laughs> oh, thank-, thank God Seth Meyers is going to have something to talk about now. You're right. This just revitalized Jimmy Kimmel's career as well. Congratulations, Jimmy oh. Kimmel. He's oh, you got something- two more years, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. This is good stuff. I'm excited for the uh, the new, uh, you know, Trump nonsense. Yeah. Come on, Mike. No, Anderson, Coop- Anderson Cooper is fucking tubing all over himself. Yeah, <laughs> tubing time.